Good morning! Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. This morning's episode is titled, The Hireling Prophet, and it will be focused on a study of Numbers chapter 22. Before going any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your mighty love. We see here Balaam, who is also a prophet, challenging your prophet Moses. Father, you told us that in the last days it would be so close it would deceive the elect only if it were possible. Father, we know that our only refuge is in your word, regardless of what gifts any man might present. Help us to take refuge under that word and to never leave from under that protection. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Numbers chapter 22. Chapter 22 And the children of Israel set forward and pitched in the plains of Moab on this side Jordan by Jericho. And Balak, the son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites. And Moab was sore afraid of the people, because they were many. And Moab was distressed because of the children of Israel. And Moab said unto the elders of Midian, Now shall this company lick up all that are round about us, as the ox licketh up the grass of the field. And Balak the son of Zippor was king of the Moabites at that time. He sent messengers therefore unto Balaam the son of Beor, to Pethor, which is by the river of the land of the children of his people, to call him, saying, Behold, there is a people come out from Egypt. Behold, they cover the face of the earth and they abide over against me. Come now therefore, I pray thee, curse me this people, for they are too mighty for me. Peradventure I shall prevail, that we may smite them, and that I may drive them out of the land. For I wot that he whom thou blessest is blessed, and he whom thou cursest is cursed. And the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian departed with the rewards of divination in their hand. And they came unto Balaam, and spake unto him the words of Balak. And he said unto them, Lodge here this night, and I will bring you word again, as the Lord shall speak unto me. And the princess of Moab abode with Balaam. And God came unto Balaam, and said, What men are these with thee? And Balaam said unto God, Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, hath sent unto me, saying, Behold, there is a people come out of Egypt, which covereth the face of the earth. Come now, curse me them. Peradventure I shall be able to overcome them and drive them out. And God said unto Balaam, Thou shalt not go with them. Thou shalt not curse the people, for they are blessed. And Balaam rose up in the morning and said unto the princes of Balak, Get you into your land, for the Lord refuseth to give me leave to go with you. And the princes of Moab rose up, and they went unto Balak and said, Balaam refuseth to come with us. And Balak sent yet again princes more and more honorable than they. And they came to Balaam and said to him, Thus saith Balak, the son of Zippor, Let nothing, I pray thee, hinder thee from coming unto me, for I will promote thee unto very great honor, and I will do whatsoever thou sayest unto me. Come, therefore, I pray thee, curse me this people. And Balaam answered and said unto the servants of Balak, If Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the word of the Lord my God to do less or more. Now, therefore, I pray you, tarry ye also here this night, that I may know what the Lord will say unto me more, 
And God came unto Balaam at night and said unto him, If the men come to call thee, rise up and go with them. But yet the word which I shall say unto thee, that shalt thou do. And Balaam rose up in the morning and saddled his ass and went with the princes of Moab. And God's anger was kindled because he went. And the angel of the Lord stood in the way for an adversary against him. Now he was riding upon his ass, and his two servants were with him. And the ass saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way, and his sword drawn in his hand. And the ass turned aside out of the way, and went into the field. And Balaam smote the ass to turn her into the way. But the angel of the Lord stood in a path of the vineyards, a wall being on this side, and a wall on that side. And when the ass saw the angel of the Lord, she thrust herself unto the wall, and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall. And he smote her again. And the angel of the Lord went further, and stood in a narrow place, where was no way to turn either to the right hand or to the left. And when the ass saw the angel of the Lord, she fell down under Balaam, and Balaam's anger was kindled, and he smote the ass with a staff. And the Lord opened the mouth of the ass, and she said unto Balaam, What have I done unto thee, that thou hast smitten me these three times? And Balaam said unto the ass, Because thou hast mocked me, I would there were a sword in mine hand, for now would I kill thee. And the ass said unto Balaam, Am not I thine ass upon which thou hast written ever since I was thine unto this day? Was I ever wont to do so unto thee? And he said, Nay. Then the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way, and his sword drawn in his hand. And he bowed down his head, and fell flat on his face. And the angel of the Lord said unto him, Wherefore hast thou smitten thine ass these three times? Behold, I went out to withstand thee, because thy way is perverse before me. And the ass saw me, and turned from me these three times. Unless she had turned from me, surely now also I had slain thee, and saved her alive. And Balaam said unto the angel of the Lord, I have sinned, for I knew not that thou stoodest in the way against me. Now therefore, if it displease thee, I will get me back again. And the angel of the Lord said unto Balaam, Go with the men, but only the word that I shall speak unto thee, that thou shalt speak. So Balaam went with the princes of Balak. And when Balak heard that Balaam was come, he went out to meet him unto a city of Moab, which is in the border of Arnon, which is in the utmost coast. And Balak said unto Balaam, Did I not earnestly send unto thee to call thee? Wherefore camest thou not unto me? Am I not able indeed to promote thee to honor? And Balaam said unto Balak, Lo, I am come unto thee. Have I now any power at all to say anything? The word that God putteth in my mouth, that shall I speak. And Balaam went with Balak, and they came unto Kirjath-Huzoth. And Balak offered oxen and sheep, and sent to Balaam and to the princes that were with him. And it came to pass on the morrow that Balak took Balaam and brought him up into the high places of Baal, that thence he might see the utmost part of the people. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled, Recognizing Your Day and Its Message. This was preached in 1964 on July the 26th in the morning. I trust you'll find it to be a blessing. We'll begin at paragraph 96 up to paragraph 132. Moses, he recognized his day and his calling when he saw the promise of God's word for that day vindicated. He knew then and realized what he was and what he's to do. By the promised word, 
So he didn't fear what anybody said. He wasn't ashamed of his message. Though every priest and every pharaoh, everything, every authority disagreed with him. But he recognized when he saw that light, that pillar of fire, hanging in that bush, and spoke to him the word that was promised for that day, and said, I've called you to go do it. He feared not the, the great threats of the king. He went down to bring those people to an exodus like the word of God had promised. Seeing the promise vindicated, he made the people ready for their exodus. When? When he saw the promise of God vindicated. Remember, he run with his theology. He run with his training. But when he saw the word of God made manifest, he saw it vindicated. I am that I am then he didn't care what anybody said. He didn't fear what Pharaoh would do with him. He didn't fear what the rest of them would do. He only feared God, that he might misunderstand God, or some way that he might misunderstand God. He didn't fear the people and what they would say or what they would do. He only feared God. After he recognized that it was the Word of God, he couldn't understand how a man like him would be sent down there. But when he recognized by the vindicated word what it was, then he didn't fear the king's commandments. If he'd only recognize, if we today could only recognize, Moses recognized it when he seen the word vindicated. Seen the vindication made prove he was ready for the exodus for the people. Job never recognized that it was God long as the devil can, can make you believe sometime that the little trials you go through is, is God may, punishing you. It was God trying to show him something. Job never recognized it until he saw a vision. Like Moses. When Moses saw the vision, the pillar of fire in the bush. It was vindicated. And when Job and his question, if a man dies, can he live again? I see a tree die and it lives again. I see a flower dies and it lives again. That was his question. But man layeth down. He giveth up the ghost. He wastes away. His sons come to mourn and he perceiveth not. Oh, that thou would hide me in the grave until thy wrath be passed. He couldn't understand why a flower would die and live again. How a leaf would go off of a tree down and lay on the ground and come back again in the spring. He said, man layeth down. And where does he go? I believe God. But what happens to a man? But then one day... The lightning begin to flash. The thunders begin to roar. The Spirit come upon the prophet. And he saw the coming of a man who could put his hand upon a sinful man and a holy God and bridge the way. Then he screamed, I know my Redeemer. Amen. Though the skin worms destroy his body, yet in my flesh I'll see God. He recognized what the resurrection was. Balaam never recognized the angel until the mule spoke in tongues. Balaam could not recognize that angel was standing in his way. A blinded preacher could not recognize that it was God standing in the way trying to keep him from selling his gift for money. And when the mule spoke in a human voice, then Balaam recognized that it was the angel standing in his way. 
trying to keep him from doing what he's doing. Oh, you blinded denominations. If God can use a mule that's dumb to speak in a language that he doesn't know to reveal to the minister that he's out of the way, can he use a man to do the same thing? Blinded people. If they had but only recognized his day, he would have never condemned the prophet Micah with the word of God a promise to him. When Ahab stood there that day, him and, and Jehoshaphat, and when they had 400 prophets out there prophesying, saying, go up, everything's all right. Ahab, you're living in sin. You made us great denomination. We're a great people. We're a great ministry. Here we are. We're 400 trained uh, priests or prophets. We are 400 trained in the Word and theology. We know all about it. So now it proved they didn't know all about it. The man that they called a crazy man in the generation before him, Elijah, the true prophet of God, had prophesied, Thus saith the Lord, the dogs will lick your bloody hand. But those priests, man-made prophets, thought they had it all fixed up just right. They said, Father Abraham, or Father Ahab, go up, the Lord's with you. You've got the scripture because God gave this land to Israel. It belongs to Israel. Go up. The Lord is with you. Oh, my. But you know, Jehoshaphat, one that hadn't mingled in sin like Ahab had, he saw things a little different. He said, isn't there another one? He said, we got one here, but I hate him. See, what was God doing? Chopping his people out with a prophet again. I hate him. He doesn't do nothing but just condemn me all the time. And you know I'm a great man. I wouldn't have this seminary down here if I wasn't a great believer. I've got well-trained men. I sit them down there with books and Bibles and everything else to teach this. And I know they're a great man. But if Ahab had only recognized who that guy was, this poor little ragged-looking fellow, the son of England, standing there telling, Thus saith the Lord. He'd have never made that fatal mistake that he made. But... He condemned Micah. He never did. Oh, people recognize the age that you're living in. Look what's happened. Look what's promised. Recognize the day that you're living. If a church denomination today could only recognize why they are being condemned and their members are fleeing from them like Israel out of Egypt. If the denominations had only quit condemning those tapes and we listen to them. You preacher, listen to this tape. You listen. If you'd only recognize the hour that you're living, if you'd only recognize the sign of the time, you'd see why the people are running from them denominations. The Spirit of the Lord calling. No man can come to me, said Jesus, except my Father draws him. And all that the Father has in past times given me will come. Like the little woman at the well and the priest, how different it was. The handwriting is on the wall of today again. They see it, but they don't recognize it. If the Jews only had recognized the promised sign of their Messiah, according to their last prophet, Malachi 3 said, Behold, I send my messenger before my face and shall prepare the way. And they claimed they were looking for him. What a what exactly a parallel to, to, 
to today. They claim they're looking for something to happen. The churches are all praying and fasting. And saying, now let us pray. Let us get together. We've got to have a great thing to happen. We know there's something great to happen. The church has got to get ready. That's what they're praying about. That's what they're praying about there. And there come John the Baptist. Because he rejected their seminaries. Because he did contrary to what their fathers has taught. He came out of the wilderness without education. He came out without his collar turned around as it would be said today. He come out without a big bunch of theology. But he come knowing by the promise of God that he was to announce the Messiah. He said he's standing in your midst now. And they thought he was crazy. Because he didn't come from their schools. The handwriting was on the wall and they didn't know it. They claimed they were looking for such a person to come and he was right among them. And they didn't recognize him. Though they said they were looking for him. Just as similar as the Jews that they're in as the Gentiles that they're Because it's prophesied the same thing. Same thing. Claimed they were looking for him. But the denominations now in the Gentile Lady of Sia age is just as blind as they were. Because why? It's prophesied they would be. It must come to pass. If Israel only could have recognized their sign, they would have known the time of the Messiah's appearing was at hand. If they had recognized, you know, the, the disciples said that to Jesus, why does the scribe say that Elias must first come? And Jesus said, Elias has already come. And they didn't know him. He's already been here and they've already killed him and done just exactly what the Scripture said they'd do. If they don't only recognize that that fanatic that condemned every double things that they'd done, that condemned everything that they were doing, he said, you hypocrites don't begin to snakes in the grass. You generation of vipers. <laughs> Who's warned you to flee from the wrath that's to come? Don't begin to think within yourself, we have Abraham to our father. We have this other. For I tell you, God's able of these stones to rise, children to Abraham. Don't begin to think that you've got the world council at your hand and you've got the best dressed members of it. God's able of alley rats out here to rise up to fulfill his order. Prostitutes, streetwalkers, drunkards, gamblers. He's able to do it. He's still God. Blinded denominations. Like blinded Israel. Both prophesied to be that way. I'm showing you parallels. They'll get to this spot that I want to now. Blinded as the, the denominations of the Gentiles. Of the Lady of Sia age are blinded today like they were then. The Lady of Sia age is supposed to receive a message. Malachi 4 said they would. Well, what are they looking for? Our denomination will produce it. And it doesn't come through us, the Baptists, the Presbyterians, the, the assemblies, the oneness. Or so. uh, if we don't produce it, it isn't true. Same thing they did in that day. And it come and went and they didn't know it. Amen. They didn't recognize it, though it fulfilled every word. Jesus said, they have did as it was listed if they do. So will they do the Son of Man. It be rejected. Now notice. Same now in the Gentile days. 
according to the promised scriptures of Malachi 4, which Jesus said, all scripture is inspired. And not one bit of it can keep from being fulfilled. There's no way to keep the scripture from being fulfilled. All must be fulfilled. And Jesus said it would happen. And here we see it's happened. We see it. Restore what? In this last days, you denominational brethren, listen. Restore the Pentecostal original feast like it was at the beginning. So will it be restored before Israel's trumpet's feast shall sound. has to be restored. There has to be something to do it. Malachi 4 said it would restore back the faith of the fathers to the children. What would take place? If Israel had to recognize their Messiah, promised sign, they wouldn't have been where they are today. If they, but why didn't they do it? It's pitiful. Why didn't they do it? Because God said they wouldn't do it. How many believe that? Say amen. amen. God said they wouldn't do it. And it's the same God has said in Lady Osea Church Age, this would happen. Amen. And here it is before them. How can they do anything but do it? They only recognize the promised sign of the Messiah. The sign of the Son of Man. He come in the name of the Son of Man. Now, he was in the name through the Pentecostal age and the Holy Spirit, Son of God. Now, the next thing is the millennium, the Son of David. Three sons. Same God. Same Father, Son, Holy Ghost, same God. Son of David, Son of God, Son of David, Son of Man, Son of God is the same God. All the time, just in three different office works. So is Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, not three gods, but the same God. And three dispensations, three office works as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But like today, traditional blinded, like they was then, traditionally blinded, they don't see it. Why can't they see it? They never will see it. Amen. Remember, that's thus saith the Lord. Amen. Say, why are you saying it then? It's the same as John did. It's in the rest of it. Yeah. There's one sticking here and there. It's got to be brought out. Oh, sheep of God, hear the voice of God. My sheep, hear my voice. Amen. The woman at the well, recognize her day by the sign of the Messiah. She was in a bad shape. She didn't want to fool them old churches the way they were doing. They were living every way and things they were doing. She didn't believe in that stuff. But she knew there would come one one day. The poor little fellow up there on the way to the well, she found that thing that she was looking for, when he began to reveal to her the secret of her heart, told her the sin that she was living in, she said, Sir, I perceive that you're a prophet. Now, they hadn't had one for 400 years. said, I perceive that you're a prophet, and I know that when the Messiah cometh, he'll do these things. He said, I'm he. She recognized it was no more question. How can you prove it? It's already proved. When Messiah cometh, this is what he'll do. Well, if she can recognize it by the Scriptures, can't we recognize the evening lights? Amen. And the sign of today, we know when Messiah cometh, He'll show us all these things. He'll tell us this. He said, I'm He that speaks to you. No more question away she went. And she told the people, come see, here He is. No more question to her. It was settled because she recognized the day that she was living in. She recognized it. So did Nathaniel, a great Hebrew, when he saw that sign of the Messiah that was promised there, no matter how many priests, how many anything else, what did it do? It disturbed the priest. 
to see them people leaving the churches and going. He said, if any of you attend his meeting, you'll be excommunicated. We'll punch you right out of the denomination. Amen. So is it today. We'll punch you out of our organization if you attend his meeting. Remember the blind man? The father and mother couldn't even answer this afraid because said anybody went to see Jesus or, or attended his meetings, they would be excommunicated. But that blind man could speak for himself. He that was once blind could then see. I who was once blind can now see. I who didn't know these things has been made known to me by the Holy Spirit. Turn loose denominations. Amen. Because they're coming anyhow. If I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men unto me. Nathaniel recognized it. He knew it. As we get towards the end of this episode, we end with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your mighty love. We thank you, Lord, for having your power among us in the pillow of fire. We see that as the difference between the Balaam group and the Moses group. Moses' group had the pillow of fire and signs and wonders among them, which was the life in Christ in them. And as he told us, because I live, you shall live also. So we thank you for that resurrection power living in us. Be with us for the remainder of the day. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, we'd really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. God's Word is true.
there is a promise to us in this day that a mighty prophet is to come our way and we find this This prophet fulfilled the 